welcome to Noel. Let's get real. I'm your host, Demarius Noel. I said, I think I just said Demar- Demarius. How do you pronounce your own name wrong? I don't know. I really don't. And you know, I'm sitting here right now and I keep editing, re-editing, editing and re-editing again and being like, oh, I didn't say this right. I didn't say that right. Oh no, I mispronounced this. And not the end of the day. Aren't we supposed to be keeping it real here? Yeah, it's episode one of one of season one. One one one. <laughs> but I'm supposed to be keeping it real, so who am I to be editing out me messing up my own name? I think that's the realest you can get. I'm pretty sure that a ton of people mess up their own name on a given basis, and I'm one of those people. But here we are, and let's get to it. So, um, my name is Demarius Noel. I'm 21 years old. I'm actually currently in college at an art college. And art college, yes, I said it here for architecture. Architecture is just, it's really my passion. What's really crazy is that when I first arrived to college, I was like industrial design all the way, all the way. Then I kid you not, I was like a week into my freshman year. And one of my friends um, that I met at my first job, actually, she was like, yeah, I'm in interior architecture. I said, what's that? She showed me, I was hooked ever since. So yeah, I'm in college, I'm 21. But despite me being in college, I am also a chronic illness advocate. And I also have chronic illnesses myself. Um, I have multiple sclerosis. I had MALS, which is medium arcuate ligament syndrome. We can dive into that more later. Um, recently just got diagnosed actually about, hmm, let's say two years. I'll say two years, yeah. So two years ago diagnosed with uh, intestinal dysmotility. That's like a ginormous word to me, but we'll get into that. So it's like, why are we here today? Why are we here for Noel? Let's get real. What's the purpose? The purpose is that I grew up being healthy my whole life, which is a blessing. And with me growing up being healthy my whole life, when I got sick, it was, honestly, it wasn't real. I came to try to formulate a nice paragraph to be like, oh, when I got sick, I just knew what I was going to do. I was automatically in the zone. I was 110% like MS who? No, it was actually, yes, MS who? Because I didn't even know what it was. I didn't even know it existed. So I was actually sitting there like, uh, autoimmune diseases, didn't know that was a thing. But here I am with one. So yeah, I was like, at 14 years old, my life changed upside down. I was diagnosed with optic neuritis. I woke up one morning. I can remember that weekend like it was literally last night. Couldn't really see out of my right eye. And ever since then, the rest was pretty much history. I went from acting crazy, having fun. Keep in mind, I'm 14. So like, how much fun are we really having here? But I was just living life. I was eating everything I felt like. I could stand out in the sun and feel great. And boom, literally in a night, life changed so suddenly, so quickly. And during this time, I'm like, okay, I'm sick, weird. Two, there's no one around me who's sick too with the same illnesses. I knew absolutely no one with the autoimmune disease. So just picture yourself as a child sitting here like, hmm, autoimmune disease, hmm. All right, so my cells are attacking my brain and nervous system. Cool. Oh, and I'm relapsing too? Hmm. Oh, I'm going to lose feeling in my leg? Oh, I'm going to not know the difference between hot and cold? Okay. Oh, I'm going to have nerve pain in my back all the time? Interesting. How do you navigate that with no one around you who's experiencing the same thing? And that's why we're here right now. Because from 14, I'm 21 years old now, as we discussed, I 
was in a state of limbo for the first year and a half of me getting diagnosed with multiple sclerosis because I had no one my age going through the same thing. I had no one my age with autoimmune disease that I knew. Um, my mom actually, which I love my mom. Like I love my family, both of my parents, my mom and dad so fully. Anyone who knows me knows that. But yeah, so me and my mom, she was just like, okay, you need to be surrounded by people with MS. And I was like, okay, let's go. So every Saturday morning, like 9 a.m., it was early, okay? <laughs> early, early, early at 9 a.m., we went to do yoga. And it was like, yoga for MS. We walk in this room, I kid you not, everybody in there, I promise you, was 40 and up. So just picture like a little, again, this is a year-ish later, a little 15-year-old little me just walking in with my mat with my mom. And you know, at the end of yoga, everyone would sit here in this segment and be like, so this is how my life is going. My life is going like this, it's going like that. And everyone's like, yeah. I don't even know how to tell my kids. Me, I'm like, kids, I'm the kid. I said, I don't even know what happened. That's all I could say. I said, yeah, 14, 15, yeah. And I remember everyone always looking at me like, you're so young. How do you have MS and you're so young? I said, oh, no, I wish there was someone around me, my age that I can talk to. And that was like that deciding factor where I was like, okay, I don't want anyone else, anyone else to ever feel like this again to feel like they get diagnosed with the disease there's absolutely no one their age around them because it's not talked about it's not seen and what do we mean by oh it's not seen so getting diagnosed with multiple sclerosis in high school being really young there's one of these shows that are my f- it's one of my favorite shows of all time it's called chasing life um and i remember in the show this happened this literally happened mm, this show came out about six months into my illness, I would say, give or take, twenty in 2015. And she ends up getting diagnosed with like cancer in the show. But what really held so prevalent to me as a young child was that she was so healthy prior. She was like, yeah, I would have a couple things on with them where I'm like, oh, my shoulder hurts. Oh, my back hurts a little bit. But it was like everyday life. And then she gets diagnosed with cancer in this show. And all of a sudden, she's tired all the time. She's sick. She can't sleep. Her body aches. She has no energy anymore. And it's like right when she got this diagnosis, it's like her brain finally caught up and realized, oh yeah, you're sick. You have an illness. And in the show, she's like, how was I fine yesterday? How was I able to jog and run yesterday? And now that there's this definite diagnosis of my life, I'm ill. I I can't do what I used to love. For example, oh, I love summer. When I tell you guys I love summer, I love summer so much. I love summer so much that even now with my MS, I can't really handle the heat. I'm still outside, baby. I promise you I'm outside because I just love the warmth. And even though I'm hot all the time now, that is a huge thing with MS. You're hot all the time, all the time. Like when I walk outside and I'm like, okay, tank top shorts, maybe some Vans and I'm like, let's go. Okay, let's go. Oh, it's hot. It's like Satan himself took a pitchfork and was like, I'm just gonna rest this on your forehead right now because I'm tired and I'm exhausted. And I don't feel like holding it. And you're like, oh, it's fine. It's fine. I promise it's fine. I can, I can carry the weight. I can bear the weight. No, the heat. Oh no, it's bearing you. <laughs> Girl, you had to go inside. And that's literally the perfect example is you get diagnosed with this illness and all of a sudden 
you feel in the symptoms, you're feeling the pain, you're realizing, oh, that pain I was feeling when I was 10 years old when I get random sharp pains in my back, oh, that wasn't a fluke. Nah, you have an autoimmune disease, man. That right there, how do you handle that? You have no one around you. No one around you. One, might not even look like you. Two, aren't even your age. And then I met one of my very good friends, Christina. Through social media, I met a huge community, a chronic illness community through social media. And I found tons of teens in my position with different diagnoses, with different illnesses. I literally, one of my best friends, Linnea, my heart, we're so close. That's my girl right there we met through social media. It was later down the line when my intestines started to fail after a really bad round um, of treatment with my multiple sclerosis. And I, at this time, got a feeding tube in my nose. And that's a very dark time. That's a very dark time. I just want everyone here to picture this. Picture this, please, with me. You go from 14 to, I would say at this point, 16 and a half. You can eat anything you want. Anything. Just picture your favorite meal, anything. And then slowly each day after you relapse in September of 2016, you start to eat less and less, less and less, to now you can't even have a plate filled with food. And now all you can eat are pretzels. And at first you could eat half of the bag, now a quarter, and now only three. And every time you eat, you get sick beyond means. That was me. I went from eating everything I wanted, everything I loved, everything I took for granted. But also I sit here now and I'm like, did I take it for granted? Yeah, probably. But now that I know what it feels like to go without, I realize how much people need other people like them who know things, who are like, I wasn't born sick either. I wasn't born with an illness. No, you need another person with you who is going through something similar. Because what that can do is make you remember you're human and make you remember you're not alone. I would tell you this, loneliness is deafening. And I don't mean just being lonely because like you're physically in a room that's empty. No, loneliness can be being surrounded by millions and millions and millions of people surrounded. They're in case, you know, they're giving you love and you're feeding off their love and you need their love. But the one thing you're missing is someone who knows what it feels like right now in your mind, who knows what it feels like to have their world turned upside down. That's what you need, is that moment right there. You you have that moment, you start to be able to breathe again, okay? So I had a tube in my nose at this point. I, this right here, I laugh. I laugh and I smile because if I don't smile, what am I gonna do? What am I gonna do if I don't smile? What am I gonna do? Absolutely nothing. I can take all the punches. I always say this. We'll get back to the tube in a second, but you know, my my 17th birthday, I was so sad because I just had like the past like three years of suffering. The whole time I wake up, I'm like, man, again? A birthday again? I'm like, for what? Suffering? And I remember saying, what did I do to deserve this? What did I do? Now, 21, it's not about what I did. What I tell myself, because we all have to find something that we tell ourselves that make it breathing a little bit easier. Find something that you tell yourself. What I told myself is, what do I mean by I? What do I mean by what did I deserve? Because who deserves this? Who deserves to be in this pain? If it's not me, who else? If it's not me who has to bear this weight, who has to go through all these surgeries every single year, who else? Who else can bear this pain besides me? 
And I sat there. I said, no one. I said, no one else can do this. I said, no one else but me can bear this weight. And when I said that, I said, truth. That's truth time, okay? Sorry, but... I sit a lot of times with myself and I just think and I talk and it might sound like nonsense to a lot of people but to me I'm sitting here and I'm thinking that's the truth right there because I wouldn't wish my pain on my worst enemy and because I'm accepting and it's not accepting that I'm going to be this way forever it's accepting that this is who I am right now I've been sick six years plus but what I'm thinking what I'm sitting here in this moment is this who else is going to bear this weight besides me and then I realize I'm not bearing this weight alone but there's some people who are there are some people who are bearing this weight alone and again tying right full circle baby full circle i said let's find those people let's find those people who are bearing the weight alone who are young adults who are kids who are teenagers you're trying to enjoy high school you're trying to figure out what you want to do with your life what do you want to do let me find those and be like you don't have to bear this alone because i'm right here i understand you i feel you I know your pain. I know what it feels like to be sitting here and thinking I'm not reaching the age of 18 years old. I'm not going to college. I'm not surviving this. I'm not surviving this. And when I tell you how many times I have thought that, (laughs) I can't even keep track of that. I can tell you that right now. I would say I'm not surviving this. But then when I started to meet people that knew my pain, I said, okay, we're sharing the weight. We're all bearing this weight together because there's no loneliness now. We have a group. We have a family. And that ties right around to Linnea when I had the tube in my nose. And she's like the most like vibrant person on this planet. I kid you not. She'll literally be like, okay, so, hey, what's up? Like, literally, she texts me first day. Hey, you want to FaceTime? All I knew was this girl's name. And I said, okay, sure. FaceTimes me. And she's like, all right. So she's two years younger than me. She's like, okay, so I, I'm i not eating really. <laughs> GI system's kind of shaking a little bit. Um, You have a tube in your nose. So how is that like? What does that feel like? Let me know because I had to get one too. I'm sitting there and I said, and this is why I started posting my experiences online. This is why I started documenting all my surgeries. This is why on my Instagram, I'm so blunt about how I'm feeling for this moment. So people can see when they come, okay, I'm not alone. There's someone here too who is dealing with having a feeding tube in their nose and walking through these halls in their high school. There's someone who is literally having surgery the first day of their senior year of high school. There's someone like that. There's someone who missed majority of high school being in and out of the hospital, but still managed to find their path. There's someone like me, and if there's someone like me, I'm not alone. And that's what this podcast is about. It's about keeping it real 110%. So yeah, (laughs) the whole time, you know, you keep recording, recording, recording. I'm sitting here like, oh, I gotta find the perfect thing to say. I gotta make sure I do this. I gotta make sure I do that. But this is me. I stutter on words sometimes. I lose my train of thought sometimes. Sometimes I'm just really loud. Sometimes I'm mad passionate. (laughs) Passion's not a bad thing. So instead of me sitting here and trying to curate and think of magnificent ways to get my point across, I'm gonna be me because being me and being human and showing what I'm going through has got me this far. So when anyone, anyone comes across this podcast, even if it's one person, (laughs) one person knows they're not alone. And that right there is everything that right there is everything and before we take our quick little break real quick because i am the mint girl mint and ginger 
You heard it here, folks. You got some bad intestines? Mint and ginger. I might cut that out, but yeah, mint and ginger, okay? So before we do this, I'm gonna leave you with something real quick, and it's this. I never thought I was gonna make it past the age of 18 years old. I thought that graduating high school would be a foresight in the future. I did not believe that I'd be in college in my senior year. And because of that, everything I'm doing right now is a success. Anything right now is a success because this is extra time I didn't think I would have. And what I know right now is it's not my time. And I know it's not my time. I'm going to live this life the best I can. And nothing can be a failure to me anymore. You've been through what any young adult, anyone with the illness has been through. <laughs> What's a failure? So on that note, we're going to take a mini break. I'm going to take a mint. You grab a mint. Preferably starlight mints. They're the truth. All right, and we are back from our mint break. Mint breaks will be a staple here in this podcast. I love mints. And that's just what it is. I always say this. You find something that helps with any form of your pain that's like, you know, good. (laughs) Take it. You find something that helps your pain that betters you as a human being. Take it. Okay. And I mean that like a healthy way. (laughs) But yeah. So Noelle Let's Get Real is really just about growing, having some form of love, just finding a way to live through this hardship we call life sometimes. I I try to be filtered, you know, I try to put on like this show and this act sometimes of how should I think, how should I act, how should I talk, how should I do this, you know, but this is me. You've been through what I've been through. Nothing, nothing can amount to that. And if somebody gets something from this first episode even if this is the only episode anyone watches of this podcast i just want someone to leave this knowing they're not alone that they don't have to bear the weight by themselves that there's people out there like them who can feel them who can feel their pain like i said the worst feeling is loneliness and not physical loneliness but like spiritual loneliness because you just sit in the silence of your mind and in your pain and pain can be all consuming and i i know this i know it firsthand so in this podcast we're going to get real i will be going in depth about my own personal experiences battling multiple sclerosis still battling that new treatments surgeries trauma medical ptsd because that is very real i'll also be having my friends come on that also have chronic illnesses and have their own separate experience because what you're going to realize is that none of our experiences are the same no one's diagnosis is the same you can't compare contrast and illness it does not exist but the one thing that will always be in common, and I will quote this to the end of time, is that we weren't seen, we weren't heard, and we weren't taken seriously. Those three factors is what unifies us all, is that in the illness. So in here, I'm gonna have people come on who are experiencing this, who are young adults as well. I'm gonna have friends and family come on, get their knowledge and their experiences, just being in a space and loving someone who is sick and what they've seen and the trueness that they have witnessed. And lastly, we're gonna have fun on here, okay? We're gonna have fun. We're gonna have some really fun episodes. It's gonna be so exciting. I am excited for this next chapter of life. The right time doesn't exist, so I'm gonna make the right time, that's now. I'm following my passion. My passion is to speak and to let people know 
that they will never be alone. But most of all, what we're gonna do <laughs> is keep it real. So guys, I'll catch you next Friday at noon sharp. Let's get it cracking, okay? Okay. Mm -hmm.